0: Money FM 89.3 Best of Your Money Market View on Money FM 89.3 Good morning, welcome to Market View with me Ryan Huang. Hope you're having a great start to today. I'm looking at the headlines and what really jumps out this morning is the attention on the tech earnings out overnight, so those big tech names finally rolling out the numbers, as well as the IMF warning that the global economy is on the brink of recession. So let's start with the earnings first. So we've got the likes of Microsoft reporting revenue and profit coming in below expectations, and it's hurt by the stronger dollar as well as weaker corporate demand for cloud services and software. So not a great quarter for Microsoft. In fact, it just turned in the Slowest revenue growth since 2020, at 12% year-over-year in the quarter, which ended on June 30th. The company's earnings per share fell short of consensus forecast for the first time since 2016, net income rising just 2% to $16.74 billion. But there's some good news. Microsoft had an earnings conference call later this morning. And this is where it gave an upbeat sales forecast for the fiscal year that just began. So that eases some of those investors' concerns about growth that had fled up in the latest, lackluster fourth-quarter earnings report. And if you look at the software giant's expectations its forecasting revenue and operating income growth at a double-digit pace for fiscal year 2023, which ends next June. So currency fluctuations, the good news here is it will not be as bad next year. It will cut sales by about 4% for the year and about 5% in the current quarter. Um, This kind of tempers the concerns and worries that a strong US dollar would have an even bigger impact on the value of overseas sales. So Microsoft flagging some currency headwinds the good news, not as bad as what some were bracing for. A similar tune from Alphabet, which is also flagging currency headwinds. Let's dive into its numbers first. Its second quarter clocked in below expectations, but the good news is not as disastrous as the results from Snap last week. Sales from Google's search ad business actually topped expectations. Revenue from YouTube ads, cloud computing, and Alphabet's other bets, all of them came in lower than market estimates. Alphabet All-In reported second quarter revenue of $69.69 billion. That is 13% higher than a year ago period. Even though it brought in more money, profits fell for the second quarter in a row, down 14% year-on-year to $16 billion. And that was partly due to rising expenses. And talk about rising expenses, Chipotle Mexican Grill, that had an impact on its numbers as well. So it reported disappointing sales as price hikes helped to boost profits, but it seemed like it also helped to destroy some demands, scaring away some of those consumers and customers who have been struggling with the cost of living. So the lower income consumer, according to Chipotle, um, that pulled back on their purchase frequency. On the bright side, Chipotle says the majority of its customers are from a High household income bracket. So that was resilient to some extent. The company says it will be raising prices again in August, indicating that costs are continuing to rise for its restaurants. So things like avocados, beef, and dairy those higher costs for key ingredients are going up. And I think, to some extent, you might have seen that in the supermarkets as well. So that is going to have an impact on Chipotle. Net sales, though, for the latest quarter, climbed 17% to $2.21 billion. Same-store sales rose 10.1%. As we saw consumers... Returning to those restaurants, ordering those burritos and tacos, so normalising to some extent, but potential headwinds on the horizon with the higher ingredient costs. And looking ahead, Apple will be one to watch as it reports earnings on Thursday. And this is one to keep in focus because of how it might be a bellwether for other companies as well. The barometer of consumer sentiment as we see whether consumers are willing to splash on big ticket items, those higher-end devices, or would they think, hey, maybe I'll just buy my iPhone next year or the next next year and just hold on to what I have right now. So that's going to be one to watch for Apple. And of course, it has a significant exposure to China, both as a market as well as a production facility or area, because many of its factories are in China. Many of them had been disrupted during the second quarter where restrictions were underway. And if you look at what's happening in China right now, COVID-19 cases are picking up. So that could be a potential headwind for Apple. So Apple's earnings on Thursday will be one to watch for the commentary. Uh, Looking at the calendar for earnings, we've got some to watch out for. Shopify will be interesting. Uh, they report tonight, and this is with the backdrop of how they've just announced a warning that is going to be cutting jobs 10%. There's about 1,000 of his workers in his workforce uh, off the back of what it says a bit of a over ambitious plan because they overestimated the pandemic boom that will last longer than it, they thought it would. Uh, that, of course, is not the case, and now they have had to cut back on. Spotify, Ford, Meta, which is the Facebook parent, will also be announcing their earnings and diving into Facebook parent Meta's earnings expectations. Uh, This will be one to watch because last week we saw from Snap... The headwinds in the advertising space just weighing on the expectations. So, Meta has been struggling to some extent as well. Um, Users also getting tired of using Facebook. And the daily active user numbers have been dropping quarter on quarter. So, we'll see if that is going to improve in the latest quarter. And of course, when it comes to monetizing these users, that is also a struggle for Facebook in recent times uh, with the privacy changes as well by Apple making a huge um, obstacle for targeting advertisers and consumers. So that is one to watch out for come tonight's earnings from Facebook parent Meta. And looking at the overnight action, we saw Wall Street having their worst daily performance in nearly a month. The Dow falling about 200 points or 0.7%. The S&P 500 was down 1.2%. And the big loser, the Nasdaq, declining about 1.9%. And a lot of it was caused by the uh, the pain worsened by the gloomy retail outlook. And this comes through from Walmart Cutting's earning forecast. Uh, this sent other retail shares lower as well. Walmart's shares itself down 7%, Kohl's down 9.1%, and Target lower by 3.6%. The Spider S&P retail ETF was down nearly 4.2%. And looking at the likes of Amazon, down 5.2%, PayPal lower by 5.7%. Looking across to the other sectors, inflation also causing a problem for the likes of General Motors, its shares were lower by 3.4% after the company missed earnings estimates, blaming supply chain disruptions that forced factory shutdowns and also led it to ship fewer vehicles than expected. UPS shares fell 3.4% after the shipping giant reported declines in its international and supply chain businesses. On the bright side, Coca-Cola shares rose 1.6% after the beverage giant topped earnings and revenue expectations, citing a sales volume recovery from the pandemic and higher pricing. Shares at McDonald's also seeing some bright spots, and that is up 2.7%. Its net sales uh, partly hit by the closure of locations in Russia and Ukraine, but a bit of a mixed bag when it came to results. International growth elsewhere fueled a rise in same-store sales. Uh, Looking at other stocks to watch, shares of 3M were up 4.9% after beating earnings and revenue estimates. It's also making headlines for plans to spin off its healthcare business into a separate publicly traded company. So that's the overnight action on Wall Street. And also, I think there was some sentiment being weighed down by the warning from the IMF. And that is its latest Cut to its global growth outlook for this year and next. In fact, it's warning that the world economy may be on the cusp of an outright recession. So, the latest reading is at 3.2%, less than the forecast in April of 3.6%, and the 4.4% seen in January. So, three times in a row, it's cut the global growth forecast, and it says... The hike in interest rates by central banks is expected to put the brakes on growth and it could bite in 2023. And all the risks it had outlined back in April in its report are materializing. And we are looking at the Ukraine war, the rising cost of living, the high energy costs, uh, as well as the potential escalation of a property crisis in China. All that still very much at the top of the list for things to worry about. So that's what's weighing on markets um, overnight and pretty much what we in focus in the coming day. And that's your market view this morning. Before acting on the information on MoneyFM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.